The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Kimbo on the reach with you for the next two hours. Live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. Cracking day outside. Currently 23.6 degrees. Hey, a big thank you to the support we get from Hyundai Balfour's, they've been baking people happy since 1853. And IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Talking of liking people, here he is, the Italian Gelding. Michelangelo Rucci, how are you, Rooch? Hello, Kim Dillon. What happened? Did you do a Gary McIntosh, did you? Did you decline your Hall of Fame induction? <laughs> <laughs> now, you are genuinely a qualified full-blown idiot. Thank you. you know, for starting well, if that, you're going to be something, do it to the full 100%. Yeah, for, Don't be halfway down oh, the street. I know, for starting that rumour last night. Had it go. And I've got to say, uh, I started to feel a little enamoured with the idea. Yeah, right? you did. <laughs> <laughs> but I think most people knew, Roach, that you were taking the P155. But there were a lot of texts coming through congratulating. And when I got to the McGarry Medal last night, I had two people come up and congratulate me. Then, later in the evening, a bloke came up and said, what happened? What happened? Well, now you know you're worthy. Um, I, I don't think so, Roach. Uh, oh, here we go. Text straight away. Uh, we're live and interactive. Uh, we're live we and go. interactive. 0427 <laughs> It's going to be a busy night. Kim, you were robbed last night. <laughs> but do you realise that Roach is on the Sample Hall of Fame selection panel, Matt, in Brisbane? Yes. I know. It was a wonderful night. Uh, looking forward to chatting about that. We have the McGarry medalist joining us, Roach, at 3.35. Harry Grant, I thought he presented himself magnificently. Uh, I would imagine this lad will get drafted. He'll get to live his dream. Okay. Well, he's been there before. He was part of the GWS yep. Academy and he was overlooked. It was heartbreaking. Then he had injuries, found his way to Central and, uh, gee, flew home with five best on ground performances. What did Bryce Gibbs know? Bryce, he tipped the winner. Yes. Live and excuse, exclusive, <laughs> sorry, I was going to say excuses, <laughs> <laughs> on Kimbo and the Roots yesterday. Uh, big show coming up, Roots. We often say that and we let people down. <laughs> no, we don't. It's a, it's a busy show. So Harry Grant at 3.35. We'll have a chat to the McGarry medalists. Uh, the Hall of Fame also, Roots, which you are involved in. Are you happy? In. Yes, I was. I thought it was good. Nick Chigwidden? The service that he has given Glenelg along with his playing career is an enormous contribution to South Australian football. Let's well, not kid ourselves about where Glenelg would have found itself if he had not rolled up his sleeves and saved that club. I was going to say it's for a body of work body and of work. we shouldn't even split hairs. Was it more for what he did post-career, as good as he was as a footballer? Well, no, I'd do the whole, the the whole, whole show. The whole show. It's not... I I'll always look for two things. In terms of a player, I don't get worked up by the numbers. Mm. I love to use the theme, is he a player or, or is she a player? Mm. Don't do he, yep. he or she a player who brought people through the gates. Yep. Is he or she a player who made that football club and the game better mm. for their presence? Yep. And when you then add in administration or coaching, 
what did they change for the better? Mm. Nick Chigwidden changes everything for the better. Mm. Well done, Nick. Okay. And no, you keep and going with him. You keep going. And that keeps the tick, tick, ticks come. Yeah. Daryl Hicks, enormous oh, I wanted to bring, I wanted to bring that up. Now, enormous. they said that Daryl had had a stroke. His contribution to the game and what he did at Sturt and what he did at Central District. And can I tip Beyond. my hat to his beautiful wife, Trish, yeah. who was so articulate in the yeah. way she spoke. And Daryl was side by side and he chipped in when he can. But obviously, they were protecting him because he has had a stroke. His whole beautiful family was there. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the more touching tributes and more eloquent speeches of the night. Well, you and I grew up with Daryl Hicks not just being a football player and a football coach, but some of the statements that he made through the 70s and 80s about the national game, Kim. He, he was like Alan Aylett in believing this game had to be Australia's game. He was before his time. Yep. Now, John Platten yes. sent me this yesterday. I alluded to it yesterday, Roach, an article from 1973 that was written by a journalist called Ray Barber. Very good man, right? The news. All right, so this would have been the news when yep. we were a two-paper town. Yes. How prophetic has this proved to be? Concussion, no excuse. That was the headline. Any league club who used concussion as an excuse for a player appearing before a football tribunal should be fine. This assertion was made by former Sturt and State wingman Daryl Hicks at a Sturt sportsman's dinner mm. this week. I quote, a concussed player should be taken from the field, yes. he said, the damaging elbow and shirt front bump should be taken out of the game. Administrators will have to make sure that the player who plays the ball is protected. He went on to talk about uh, there being interchange rotations, which had never happened back then. Um, he saw a lot of things well before they ever happened. Yep. Uh, so that is staggering. That was 1973 he made those comments. Sonny Maury. He spoke beautifully. What a player. <laughs> what a, what a great what a great man what a mm. great image for football what he did for us if, even if you weren't a doggy supporter you just loved the way he played his footy didn't you yeah, he was brilliant and he spoke about the highlight playing against Victoria and a couple of well-known yeah, blokes yeah. called uh, oh, now I've forgotten he named them they were two of the best in the game <laughs> oh gee who did he stand again I can't remember but his uh, passion is did you find it hard to give your ticket of approval to put him in be honest. Can I speak out of camera? I, I, well, there's cameras here. Yeah, well. No, Rich, because he, he could have nearly played for Port. I thought you might have been a bit dirty on that. No, no. <laughs> I, I, um, let me say, I put my hand up very, very quickly. Yeah. Very, very, very quickly. I know, I know. That was humour, Rich. Went straight over your head. Um, Sonny Maury, and then there was Charles Kingston. Interesting now, story, Charles Kingston, as a politician, as a mm. footballer, as a statesman, but we cannot ignore mm. that there is a time in early South Australian colonial times where we had to decide what sort of game we were going to play. Mm. Were we going to play the rugby game that was going big in Sydney or were we going to play this new new footy that was coming out of Melbourne? Mm. Well, I think it was his grandson because that was back in 1870 or something. Oh, seems it? like only yesterday to me, was it, Kim. Was that when he was around? Yeah, yeah the 1876. 18, yeah. Big man right. for South Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, so I think it was his great-grandson that spoke that was 92. Wow. Now, they had to start the life. They do the yes. <laughs> They do the Hall yes. of Fame prior to That's the probably why you were chopped out. coverage. <laughs> yeah, well, I think if I was going to be nominated, Rich, he's cost me because <laughs> he spoke for about 45 minutes. Oh, well. 
It's their, their time. All their right. Time, so Kim. it was a great night. Uh, well done to the Sandful. It was always beautifully handled. Uh, Laura, handled. Laura Kane was there too from the Good. AFL. Good. Uh, at 3.50, uh, Rucci's Roast. Now, this has been happening in the papers of South Australia for over 30 years. It's a time-honoured journalistic masterpiece. Who are you roasting today? Our friends in white in the sample. Are they still wearing white or whatever colours the they're umpires. wearing? The umpires. The umpires are going to cop it tonight. E- easy target. At four o'clock, we'll be joined oh. by Caitlin Gould. She's an absolute ripper. Crows AFLW forward come ruck. She kicked three goals in their 29-point mm. victory over Richmond. You've got a Lumo list to do at 4.20, Rooch. Need your at, help. At fourth, Okay, I'm here. I'm here for you, as always, Rooch. 4.35, um, Braden Maynard, Angus Brayshaw. We are hoping to cross to <laughs> Melbourne. Uh, to get an update on that. That gets underway at 3.30. When's it going to end? Uh, probably Thursday. Yeah, I agree. I reckon I've read every single report online, every person in the public, every footy lover's opinion. There's so many varying opinions here. Uh, I'm old school, but we live in a new world. I believe he's going to get games, Rich. I agree. Yeah. No, I agree with you that then we go to Thursday to an appeal. I just wish that there wasn't a formula that was inflexible. Because I don't me? believe he deserves three. Yeah, well, can you help me? Because reading what I'm reading, there is the inference that Michael Christian, as a match review officer, was prepared to let it slide as a football collision without any consequence to a yes. tribunal. Yes. And Laura Kane, as a new football boss, said, I'm not taking that. Came over the top. So a lot of correspondence fact, on Dwayne, fact, myth. Yeah, Dwayne's world about that as well, having a former Collingwood player making those decisions, which is a bit yeah, unfair, a bit uh, Chris. Yeah, a bit a lot of text coming through. If women had a vote, Kim Dillon would be a legend in the Hall of Fame. Thank you very much for that one, Mario, <laughs> you sick unit, you. Yeah. Uh, g'day, guys. If there's a text, right? Yeah. This is from Dave, Dave C in Mount Gambia. G'day, guys. Uh, is there a responsibility on... Brayshaw for his well-being. Like if he can get knocked out by getting hit in the head with a footy, will the AFL introduce a strike policy for players getting concussion for everyone's well-being and pockets? Like I said last night, Kim, and I'll cut up for tomorrow. I won't do it now because we haven't got time. But Mm. the Jimmy Bartell statement on what he presented to the AFL, was it last year or this year? But his point about having baseline testing, you've got to get back to that. Mm. And... Those concussion experts I went and saw a few weeks ago, they make the point we've got to start again on this whole concussion story. I'm with you. There's a a lot of work to be done, Roach. Uh, We'll delve into that right throughout the next uh, two hours. Before we go to a break, though, there's a story coming out of Melbourne. Roach, you've been all over this. We've been talking about it for six months now, the futures Mm. of Rory Sloan and Travis Boak. Uh, I wouldn't have re-signed either of them. I know that sounds harsh. Sloan has been given a year. Uh, Sammy Edmund, our very own, is saying it's all over Red Rover for Travis Boak. Um, you have been down at Port Adelaide and you've posed yeah, a question. Yeah, look, both player, Travis Boak and club, Port Adelaide, sat down in the middle of the year and this is the way the discussion goes. Travis, you have the right to make a call on your yep. career. As Port Adelaide, we don't want to see you finish your career in the sample. Now, Gavin mm. Wanganine finished his career in the sample. Mm. Got to 300, and it was great for Mark Williams to get him to 300, yep. but he couldn't hold up and then did the knee in the sample end of career. Port Adelaide wants Travis Boak to make the call, but the the hint in that sort of luxury is don't make the call if you can't play out the full year in the AFL. Don't do that to yourself. So at this point, mm. they have parked it until the end of the year. If Travis Boak comes back saying he wants another year, I think Port are going to push him to the limit saying if you cannot 
not hold up for a full AFL year, we are going to advise you and we were going to ask you yeah. to retire. Yeah, and look, sadly, I know Trav thinks uh, he has another year in him and uh, sometimes you need the tap on the shoulder, but we, we, we may be but wrong. your call is, is probably your the mark that he doesn't look like a player who can hold up for next year at the moment, no, does he? No, a great player to have at the club still. But sometimes uh, it's best to move on to a new club and you start your career uh, you know, in coaching if that's what he wants yeah, to do. Yeah. We need to go to a break, Roach. Mm. It's uh, 3.14, all this nonsense about me and the uh, Hall yes. of Fame, Roach. And you just said then how you use as a guide uh, you know, players that bring people through the yeah. gates. And I was about yeah. to jump in and say, gee, I got the turnstiles clicking back in the day, but... They've got a text here that says, uh, a player that brought people through the gate, question mark. Poor old Kimbo has no chance. I'm not a rock. <laughs> I am not a rock. All right, I have feelings. I've given a lifetime to the code. Uh, hey, we've got to take a break. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Wow. All thanks to IGA I'm Supermarkets. Sorry. How the locals like it. You're a mean man, Rich. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Twenty on a Tuesday afternoon, beautiful day outside, currently 23.5 degrees. We're live from uh, Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. What are you looking at me like that for? Well, caught your eye out there to make you hold off there from where we were. Um, What's catching your eye outside? Uh, no, I'll be brutally honest, Rich. I uh, had a brain fade. Oh, okay. Because I was looking at the clock and I'm thinking we've got so much to get mm. through. Uh, Harry Grant joins us at 3.30. Richie's roast uh, at around 3.50. Caitlin Gould at 4 o'clock. And then hopefully we're crossing to Melbourne for the uh, tribunal hearing of uh, Braden Maynard. All right, let's continue around the grounds, Roach. There's a bit of breaking news coming out of the Gold Coast Suns. Well, we had a note last night about Manuel Choll. Mm. So we did some calls today. He is on contract to Gold Coast till 2025, but his management has made it very clear that he is available. And he is clearly, this is, let's get this right, this is player seeking opportunities elsewhere. Who has a long-term contract. Yeah, but I think if we read the play here, the Damien Hardwick arrival at Gold Coast, mm. Madwell Charles exit from Richmond, I think it's all placing to, you're not getting a game under the old management, you're probably not going to get a game under the new exactly, management, find he, a new team. But contractually, where's he at? He's got 2024 and 2025, but okay. I think... Couple. It's a case of if you're prepared to absorb it, he's going to be an easy get and probably no more than a third-round pick. Yeah. Bearing in mind, I say third round because fourth rounds won't be used this year. All right. We open up the lines, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, 736 736 or send a text on 0427 154 166. Would you like your club to pursue mm. him if you're Port or if you're Adelaide? If you're Adelaide, it's almost mm. why because you've got Elliot Himmelberg yep. that would play the same role. Yep. Is he? Would he be handy for a third-round pick at Port Adelaide due to – Charlie Dixon's longevity. Mm, good question. A big body up there to draw a tall defender to help out Toddy Marshall, maybe. Depends on the cost and what's in that contract, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. Mm. Stack of texts coming through, Root. Uh, Kimbo, it's not the first time people have questioned Michael Christian. He hasn't always got it right, so he's not beyond reproach. Tough job. Uh, that's spot on. Uh, yeah, that's a job no one can get, uh, get it right. Uh, this one, sorry, Kimbo, that was a bit below the belt. Love your work. <laughs> that's from Timbo. <laughs> <laughs> Roach, you started all this. Uh, here's another one. As a Port Adelaide supporter, I would like the club to be more transparent with what's going on with Todd Marshall. I've got to admit, Roach, I uh, 
you are quick to have a crack at other clubs when they're not really transparent with what's going on. This hip complaint is rather a grey area. Is it the groin? Has he been getting injections? It goes on to say, I feel his kicking on the weekend had a direct result to him being impaired by something. Uh, He says his hip is fine. If so, tell us what's really going on. If he has got a groin problem, why would you not just say it? I think they made it clear when they didn't play him against Richmond. He's got a hip problem. Mm. Now, there's a lot of players who've got problems who are playing with him at the moment, Kim. Yeah. My question is not about what they're telling us. Is is actually smart to be playing him? That's my question. Uh, well, you're up against the clock, Roach. You're not going to get too many chances. So, well, you, do you have a better option? He still, if it wasn't for the oh. kicking, he he took some good marks. He yeah, gave himself four or five scoring opportunities. Um, uh, fair dinkum. I'm not a rock. Uh, can you be in, <laughs> can you be inducted in the Hall of Fame for being the brother-in-law of a legend, i.e., the Rat Simon from Noosa? Simon, uh, Roach put this on the agenda, but uh, yeah, for being brutally honest though, uh, service to the game, Roach, 35 years, it's worth a nomination. <laughs> hey Roach, quickly, mm. Saturday semi-final, Port Adelaide versus GWS, Adelaide Oval 7-10, you'll hear it live on Power Nation, I'll be doing the game with David Wildey and either Mark Bickley or Daryl Wakeland or both, um, you could not get more differing injury lists between the two clubs. Great work by Greater Western Sydney, who for years have had bad injury lists, and we've mm. mocked them about their studies on their injury. They've got it right now. They've got their best players ready to play at this time of the year. They yep. don't have much else after that, but they've got their best players ready. Contrast at Port. So at this point, after training today, I would back in Charlie Dixon to play. To play? Tick, right well, now. Right let me now, throw them okay? at you. Marshall? Right. I would say he will play, but again, I'd ask him, why is he playing? Well, because they think he can okay, contribute. that's right, but I still ask him. Uh, the one that surprises me is Dylan Williams. The scans weren't as bad. Uh, so Dylan Williams and Trent McKenzie will be probably named, but no decision until very, very late. Yeah, more likely that McKenzie will play than Williams. Agreed. You cannot go in with a sus hand Agreed. Stream. You cannot. Agreed. Uh, who would take his place? Riley Bonnet? Ooh. Need to go to a break? Yeah, unless they rejig some more, you know. You go Bergwijn or Bonner. Bonner. Bonner hasn't Bonner. let you down Bonner, in finals yeah, finals before. Record, yeah. And Alir Alir, he's not a hundred percent. No, but he'll play. He'll play. Okay, that's an injury update. It is uh, three twenty-five. Stack of texts coming through. We'll get to those shortly. Connor Rosie spoke today at a press conference. Made some good points about the criticism Xavier Dersma has uh, received. And also, could Lord keep Dixon out or can they play together? We'll hear that a little bit later. We'll go to a break, though. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. on a Tuesday afternoon. Kimba on the Roots with you. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. After the 3.30 news, which we're late for, we do that regularly, uh, Harry Grant will join us. Uh, If you didn't get to watch Channel 7's coverage on Channel 74 last night, which I think is Seven Mate, uh, it was really well done. Well done to Mark Soderstrom for hosting. Always does a good job. And it was well organised by the Sandford, but this is an impressive young man, and I believe you'll get an opportunity, Roach, at AFL level. Let's right. hope it's with Port or with the Crows. Hey, just quickly, Roach, 
Um, the McGarry Medal last night, the Sandover Medal was held in WA in a famous family name, uh, was the victor. So Hamish Brayshaw, who we remember from the West Coast list, is now playing for East Perth, where he's a goal-kicking midfielder. 26 votes in the Sandover. A lead of seven on the leaderboard when it was all done and dusted. Mm. But for the Sandover Medal... That's secondary to what else he's done this weekend, isn't it? Uh, well, look, uh, he'll be remembered forever for winning the Sandover medal. Mm. He may be remembered for this as well. He's been very vocal about the AFL and uh, Collingwood in regards to his brother being knocked out. I think the AFL are desperate for Collingwood to win a premiership. They want the supporters to go nuts. They've got 106,000 members. They want to do everything they can, I'm, in my opinion, for that to happen. The world wants to see that happen, or the Collingwood fans do anyway. And they've got a very loud voice, so a lot of that is driven by the Collingwood fans and I think a few people at the AFL that want to see Collingwood win. Um, but duty of care for a player, uh, whether or not that comes into account, I don't know. I mean, the MRO wanted to knock it away straight away and <clears throat> not even look at it. So for Laura Kane to step in and say, well, actually, this is a pretty serious incident. Let's have a look. Good on her. Well done. Stepped straight into her role and gone bang. Uh, so, you know, we'll find out tomorrow night and then that'll get appealed and appealed and appealed and probably don't find out till Friday, but it'll be an interesting week. Yeah, I think we'll find out on Thursday night. Now, you can understand him being incredibly passionate. It's not nice to see a family member that has a history of concussions being knocked out, even though I strongly believe it was accidental. Uh, we'll just roll the dice a little bit more. It's 3.33. He went on to talk about the uh, Brayshaw and Maynard relationship. Now, it's been pumped up that they are great friends. Let's get his version. I don't think there's ill feeling. Angus is obviously pretty annoyed that he mm. got him in the face um, and has knocked him out. But I don't think it's not... You know, he doesn't hate him. It's not any like anything like that. I think it's just he pissed off because you're missing. Yeah, finals pissed off because you're missing finals footy. I think is the gist of the, their relationship at the moment. But they played junior footy together at the Hampton Rovers, so they they know each other. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Language. Yeah, no, no. Well, that P one fifty five. They said their reach at three thirty three. We're going to talk to a McGarry medalist next, and uh, a senior McGarry medalist. Rich. A McGarry medalist will interview a McGarry medalist. Thank you. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Thirty-eight. We appreciate your company. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at Number One King William Street in the city. Beautiful day outside, twenty-three point four degrees, and we love the support we get from IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Stack of texts coming through. We'll get to those very shortly. Well, here's one, Rooch. Very harsh, I think. Uh, that McGarry Medal was as boring as a Rucci family reunion. Well, that's not fair, Rooch. When you and your mum get on the grapper and whack the tutus on, it's very entertaining, eh? I was there last night. I thought it was yes, a damn good coverage. Yes, yes, that's very harsh. Yeah. All right. Who that's was that? Because the next family reunion, we'll put on our godfather hats. No, no, joking, joking. No, joking, no. Well, joking. you have you have buried a few over the years. <laughs> no question of that. Yes, don't mix with the uh, roots. Our next guest uh, is sitting back. He's got no idea who we are. Roach, he uh, hails, Surely. hails from another You are a member of, of the most exclusive club, and he is now a member of the most exclusive club in South Australian football, McGarry well, Medalist. Well, we are both McGarry Medalists. That is very true. Uh, he spoke very well last night. Harry Grant from the Central District Football Club, 2023 McGarry Medalist. Hello, Harry. Hey, fellas. How are you going? Congratulations, Not- Harry. 
No, thank you. It's um yeah, it's a pretty crazy couple of hours. Um but yeah, it's um it's a massive honour. So yeah, thanks guys. Okay, how was the night last night? Did you go back to the Ponderosa, back to Doggy Land and uh, and celebrate? How did things unfold or did you go to the windmill after you went after your loss on Sunday? Um, nah, we just went across to the casino. Um and just uh, had a few drinks with my teammates and some family and friends, which was nice. Um, so yeah, we didn't we didn't go back out to God's country out at Lisbon. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Oh, you're, you're gonna get a fat, you're gonna get a fat contract with the next one, aren't you? <laughs> hey, let's let's get the Harry Grant story. Yeah. I listened to it last night. I was there last night. You presented yourself wonderfully well. But for those that don't know a lot about you, you were part of the GWS uh, program. Take us through to your, your beginnings where your love for footy started and uh, the disappointment of not being drafted. Yeah, so I'm, um, I was, uh, grew up in Queanbeyan, uh, New South Wales, which is just outside of Canberra. And, um, yeah, it's obviously um, probably not the main sport um, back home. It's probably um, rugby league. And so I grew up playing rugby league and I got into AFL was um, one of my good mates, um, he played Aussie Rules and I said, come play league. And he said, all right, I'd come play league if um, I went and played Aussie Rules. And then I just fell in love with the game from there. Um, so that's how it started. Um, and then, yeah, started going okay. Um, just at my local footy club, Queanbeyan Tigers. Um, and then, yeah, just got into the Giants Academy program there at um, 13 and went through the ranks um, in the age groups and, didn't quite work out for myself personally um, and probably, um, if I was honest, probably wasn't um, quite uh, ready mm. um, to be um, on an AFL list or anything like that. Um, so, the next, and so the next thing for me was to um, try and play in the best competition outside the AFL and that's, um, that was the sample. So that's how I did my journey. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong here. You're 22 years of age. Um, did anyone talk to you uh, prior to the draft? Did you attract any interest at all? And when you say you're not ready, uh, physically there's not much of you. You're still a bit of a whippet. Was that the problem? Oh, I wouldn't say uh, that. I probably just wasn't. I, um, I had some – it was probably the consistency in my performance, I think, um, just I, I could play some really good games, but I should probably struggled to put it in um, week in, week out when I was probably a bit younger. Um, I've always been small. Um, that's just um, that's just the way it is for me. So it probably wasn't that um, as much. Um, yeah, so no, I didn't have um, much interest at all um, at 18. Um, so, um, yeah. So, Harry, when it's looking at the sample as your next option... How does Central District become the club of choice? Um, so my um, manager, Trevor Clisby. Uh, ex-North um, Adelaide player? He, yeah, ex-North Adelaide okay, player. Yeah, um, yeah um, so he manages Corey Durden, and Corey uh, Durden is obviously a Central District's um, junior as well and got drafted from there. So there was just a bit of a connection there. Um and then that's how I sort of ended up at the club and met Tomo and they gave me an opportunity and, um, yeah, fell in love with the place. Now, we like to have a bit of fun on our show, so don't take this too serious. We know you're from Queanbeyan, but we've got to correct you on a couple of things, all right? It's Central District. Right, uh, There's singular. no S on the effort. Singular. Yeah, right. Just say that for us if you can. What's that? Sorry? Central oh, District. It's Central District. There's no S on it. 
Central District. There you go. Yeah, okay. No worries. And we're going to correct you on yeah. this one. I reckon you would have copped a bit of heat. On my on mates with Grantley Filky. Let's have a listen oh, to you last night. No, acknowledging other no. McGarry medalists. Yeah, it's a great honour and to be part of um, players alongside John Platten, Tomo, Brad Symes um, and Grant Fielke. Hey! 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 Has anyone corrected you on that one? Well, I'm from New South Wales, mate, and it's not not plant. It's not plant, it's plant. And it's not plant. And it's Grant, not Grant. So, sorry... Grant. No, no, but he, no, and <laughs> yeah. he lives out the Gaul away, and he's a good friend. But he won his McGarry Medal for the West, West Adelaide, Adelaide Football Adelaide. Club. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm good mates with um, his son Bailey, Bailey and yeah. um, Callum. Yeah, so yeah, that's um, that's how I know um, Filky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bailey was up and about last night. Put a lot of time into his hair last night, and a lot of product as well. Yeah, he's a good-looking rooster. He was uh, out on show last night. <laughs> he was like a peacock. Hey, tell us about your coach, uh, like Paul Thomas. Uh, I, I watched you two embrace after you'd won the medal. Uh, what's he done for your career and what's he mean to you as a coach? Um, yeah, mate, I um, I can't thank the bloke enough uh, for what he's done with um, for my footy, um, the time he's put into me um, and the confidence um, he's instilled in me to play my best every week and just be myself. So, um, yeah, he's been a tremendous help and, and obviously he's gotten the best out of me and obviously the best out of a lot of players um, at Elizabeth playing at Centrals. Um, we've, you know, gone on to play week two finals. So, um, yeah, he's doing a great job and not just for me but other players as well. Harry, where are you better a year on? Are you better physically, mentally? Where is it the big change for you? For me, um, I think it's um, it was probably adjusting to the competition a little bit as well. Like it's um, it's a very contested uh, competition, mm. so um, uh, working out you know where where this ball sort of um, uh, goes and how the play sort of unfolds, and then also um, yeah, I trimmed down a fair bit as well from my mm. first year. Um, lost probably lost about four kilos so um, from my first year. Uh, compared to uh, now. Um, and then, obviously, I worked a lot on my mental side of the game as well. Um, and then, like, running patterns um, as well, what I've spoken about with um, before with Tuke Miller and Tomo helping me do that. Mm. I, uh, there's no guarantees in this caper, as you know, and as mm. you said in your speech last night, but the dream is to play AFL still. Uh, make no mistake, uh, your name's up there now. There'll be a lot of people having a look. If you were to be in an AFL program, what position would you be playing and uh, what would you be able to bring to the table? Um, I, I think I'm the midfielder. Um, I think I can... Um, um, my weapon is um, my inside work, clean hands, um, and my running abilities and my work ethic. So I think I can um, play, play at the level... Um, and if I get the opportunity, I think I'll grab with both hands. And being in a full-time program, I think I can just even get better and better. I'm, I'm still 22, and um, I think I've got a lot of improvement left in me. Yeah, a lot of people mm. feel that way. Well, let's hope the Adelaide Footy Club or the Port Adelaide Football Club uh, recognise your talent. Yeah, someone, someone grabs you. to be great if you could stay here. We've got a weird audience here. Uh, Ethel from Ethelton. She's 94. She's been married four times. She's just sent through a text saying... 
Uh, is Harry Grant related to Hugh Grant? I wouldn't mind Hugh's autograph. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unfortunately not. I'm no. sorry. Luck, <laughs> hey, Harry, when you grow up in Canberra, who do you barrack for when you're looking at AFL footy? Um, I grew up barracking uh, for Sydney Swans because okay. the Giants weren't in the yeah. um, oh. in the competition at that stage. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they were the local New South Wales team. So that's who I went for okay. when I was uh, growing up, yeah. Well, Harry, congratulations. It's a great story. You're one of the favourites going into it. Uh, you're equal number one in the advertiser medal with Tommy Lewis. Uh, you hogged Sherman all, medal? Yeah, the Sherman medal as well. You hogged all the votes for Central. They only polled 48 votes. Harry stole 27 of no, them. No, he which. earned them. He earned them. Uh, uh, we wish you all the best. We'll keep an eye on you, and hopefully we'll be chatting to you around draft time. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thank right you. On, Harry Grant, and I hope you find a place to live. He's got to, he's got to move out. He's been billeted out, Rooch, and uh, they're about to have a baby. There's no room for him. Okay. You got any room at your house? I'll check. No, no, I wouldn't I'll advise check. you guys there anyway. Uh, fierce rivalries, nothing beats Host Plus Sandful League. It was a wonderful night. Fierce rivalries on and off the field. The Host Plus Sandful League, nothing beats it. I reckon, Rooch, we can go through a few texts after the break, or we may do the time-honoured journalistic masterpiece, which is Roochie's Roast. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. We love Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since 1853. Got a bit of a whisper, not confirmed yet, Roots. You know that they were uh, bought out by WA Company. Yes. I think they've been happy with the support we've been giving them. Well, I keep going to the shop buying. Yes, and they, they, they're liking our show. Good. There's a chance that they'll be staying with us next year, Balfour's. Pleased to hear this. We love them. Absolutely love grew, them. Grew up with Balfour's. Yes, yeah. baking people happy since 1853. Been loyal to this point, and I will remain loyal All right. to it. Very good. We've sucked up enough. A uh, lot of texts coming through, Roach. I bet Collingwood are spewing that Laura Kane wasn't installed until next year. That's from Chris. Um, I don't think it would have been just Laura Kane in that AFL headquarters saying, no, this is going to the tribunal. I'm sure it goes even beyond Laura Kane. Oh, I would imagine so. There'd be some legal eagles that maybe have something to say as well. Well, the Rich. new chief executive um, of the AFL is legally minded, yeah, so Costa, he would have been pushing it. Costa says, do the roast, Kim. Let's cheer him up a bit. He's been a bit flat this week. That's you, oh, Rich. You have been a happens. bit grumpy. We'll, we'll get to the roast. You did sook up Monday. Uh, what else have we got here? Yeah, you did. Really? You accused a port supporter of not being a port supporter. He's not a port supporter. He was. Mark is a port supporter. No, he's not. Uh, here's a text. 60 years since the famous state win and the best... What? Best what? Corpse they can no. come up with is John Halbert. <gasps> what does that mean? That's terrible. Well, that's Mario. Mario, I wouldn't have read that. I apologise. Uh, just a silly thought. Here's another one. Love Nixie as a coach. Has many years left at the club and a premiership in him. But I'd love to see Goodwin as Crows coach someday if the timelines match up. On five to ten years. That's from Cody. Uh, there's some romance about that. That's always been talked about, especially while Smart Rashudo is there. Another one, I agree. Who runs footy? Is it the AFL or Collingwood? That's from Matt in Brisbane, Rooch. Uh, well done to the New York Jets for signing up a... No, 
Mario, you've got me again. He does it in a different font sometimes. Uh, hi, guys. Maybe Todd needs to strap one of his other legs to his non-kicking leg. This could help with the goal-kicking Timothy. <laughs> what is going on out there? It's the weather. Uh, Rucci. No, I'm not reading that one. That's from Chopsy. Mm. Chopsy. Chopsy and Mario. They're on the juice today, I think. Here's one. Good afternoon, guys. Should Bokey do a cane corns? That's from Chris. What's that? Get to oh, his 350th? Uh, yeah. 350. 350, yeah. Yeah. Kane was 300. Well, it, Gavin Wanganin, remember, got, and that was really good of Mark Williams to get him to 300. Uh, but it ended in the sandfall, which wasn't the way to see your champions finish their careers in the yeah. sandfall. All right, Rich, I'm getting RSI we, we, every you? Tuesday. Yes, yeah, so I have to make some gravy yeah, to, to pour on your roast. They say it's going to be 100 degrees, even more maybe. But that won't stop the road. But Roots, Roots, Roots cooked up the roast. <laughs> Who are you roasting today? Well, it's time for a special investigation, an ICAC in football. Ooh. We need a special commissioner. We need a team of crack detectives. Mm. What happened to Kim Dillon's induction to the South Australian Football Hall of Fame last night? Idiot, move on. No, to be serious and very serious, we need to lift the lid off the much-talked-about sleeping dog known as the bizarre free kick count that follows the AFL reserves teams from Adelaide and Port Adelaide in the Sandfall. The differential across the past decade since the Sandfall was restored to a 10-team competition with the advent of the Crows reserves shows there's a 400-plus count to the negative with free kicks against Adelaide and Port Adelaide. The gap to the other eight Sandfall teams is bigger than the Grand Canyon. Anyone who watched the Sanford second semi-final between Glenelg and Adelaide at Adelaide Oval at the weekend would question if there were two rule books: one for the traditional Sanford boys from the Bay and another for the AFL professionals from the Crows. Yes, we know the game is strangely interpreted differently between the AFL and the Sanford. Mm-hmm. Why I've never understood. But surely this is one game of Australian football with free kicks not determined by your professional status in a national competition. Now, one Sandfield umpiring official once responded that the AFL players were penalised more often in the Sandfield because they tackled harder than Sandfield players. They tackle harder. The laws of the game speak of tackling correctly, not soft or hard. Indeed, there are many great moments in Australian football that are lauded for hard tackling teams. Mm -hmm. It simply does not make sense. And it is difficult to not believe there is a bias against the AFL reserves teams when a grand name in South Australian football, such as Graham Corns, calls for a boycott of a grand final that features Port Adelaide or the Crows. Mm -hmm. The push for a national reserves competition is getting stronger. So we need a special commissioner to finally settle this issue. Who? Today the roast is appointing Andrew Capel at the Advertiser to use his weekly two cents column to publish the free kick differential of all SANFL teams across the past decade and to explain the vast difference in the numbers for the traditional Sandville clubs and the two AFL reserves teams. We await the verdict. Well, Roots, that's uh, well written, as it always is. Uh, but you're not a silly man. You know the stats. Uh, why is it happening? Because the umpires judge the AFL players differently than the Sandville players. You can see it yourself, Kim. We've seen it for a decade. Whose phone's that one? Was that line? Oh, oh Brandon Lines, Lines panel Lines, operator. Lines, that's around yeah. the coffees. Kim, um, it, it's been so obvious. You, see, you used the word a biased. A bias. Well, that's what it appears to be. 
there is a bias against these AFL teams in the sample. The way Graham Corns writes about them, the way we know some certain coaches have reacted to them, the way the umpires judge them differently to the Sanford players in free kick situation tells us there's a bias against I, them. I saw Andrew Capel last night at the Marjorie. All right, hold him accountable. I we'll, want to we'll see him on the show. We'll get him. We'll get him on the show. Responses. I like it. Uh, you want what responses? Responses as to why this is happening. Or, or what people can give a response now. What did you think of Roach's roast? Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Here's a text before we go to the news, Roach. Hi guys. Travis Boak is in our top 10 players. What is going on? He should be starting on the wing for us this week. If Trav is made to retire, they can forget me going to games next year. uh, year. That's Nathan from Grange, one of our regulars. Uh, That's uh, powerful. Well, your call is based on some realities, isn't it? If Hmm. you were sitting on list management, what are you judging about Travis Boak at the moment, Kim? Wonderful career, yeah. 35 years of age. He could still offer something, uh, but you've got to get game time into the younger players. You've got enough experienced ones there. Can you I see hate him? saying it. I said it about yeah. I said it about Rory Sloan. Yeah. Can you see him playing a full AFL season next year, even if you were to manage him every so often? Can you see him from the start of the year getting to a final series and playing an important part for Port Adelaide next I, year? I wouldn't have thought, but you could say that about nearly every player now. They manage players. Mm. So... Um, I think the time's come, but if he was to be given another one, I'd be behind him 100%. It's a bit like last year. We said, look, surely they can't make Tom Jonas captain. Yeah. And they did. I just think it might have that flavour about it. Yeah. So, so Nathan, learn, I you understand your moment, loyalty, yeah. but we agree to disagree. Well, he's not going to play forever, is he, Kim? No. Well, no. You <laughs> well he's not. Very profound comment. No, no, but my point Gee, is... how do you work that out? No, but the tone of that text is no one wants to see Travis Boker. None no, of us want to see him go, but him. the moment comes. Mm. I mean, I joked, at, what is it, last year, saying he'll play until he's 50, because he did look that way. But this year, some realities come to play, don't yeah, they? That's why you've never been a coach, Roach. Thank you. Uh, it's two minutes past four. The news <laughs> is next. Then we're going to chat to a... Uh, well. Caitlin Gould, she's an absolute riffer. She used some colourful language yesterday to describe Daniel Ponder's goal. We may replay that, Roots. That's coming up next. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. minutes past four. Keep the text coming through on 0427154166. We appreciate the interaction. A few phone calls to go to as well. one 736 Beautiful day outside. Currently 23.4 degrees. Before we get to our next guest, whom I'm looking forward to having a chat to, and that's Crows AFLW star, Caitlin Gould. Roach, we've got a bit of a live update happening from the tribunal regarding Braden Maynard. So Braden Maynard is doing what I would call the Nigel Smart. He's not going to just sit up at a tribunal and let everything just flow. He's coming back with his view and he's giving it very, very strong. I used to love that with Nigel Smart. Now, Braid Maynard is saying he did hit the ball with his hand in the spoil. So he's done. Saying he's touched it. Yep. The issue, and we have debated this for some time about whether it's a football act and could have he changed his course. Mm-hmm. His response was, I think with all due respect, when you say that, you are coming back. <laughs> the same outcome would have happened if he changed his approach in the air. When I went to smother the ball, it was a flinch reaction. Like I said, he was in my way and a collision occurred. 
Mm. He was in my way. Well, mm. uh, it's going to be duty of care. I've changed my attitude with these now because I know where it's heading, Rich, I, I believe. I pose this question. Uh, think about this as a comparison or an analogy. Make out it was an internal trial game, okay? Or training. Collingwood, Collingwood playing Collingwood, yep. right? Yep. Hey, don't complicate things, mm. Rich. We've got a trial game happening. Yep. So you're playing against your own teammates. So it was uh, Scott Pendlebury that's, <gasps> that's kicking. He is Angus Brayshaw, right? He kicks. Maynard tries to smother, goes through the air. Does, because it's Scott Pendlebury, does he turn the shoulder or does he put both hands out as if to avoid contact? Both hands out and he hugs him. Well, not so much hugging. Anyway. Well, you know what I mean. All righty, let's go to our next guest. You can have your say on that. There's a stack of texts coming through, 0427154. Uh, Crows AFLW star, well, forward, or is she a ruck, or is she a bit of both? She kicked three goals on the weekend in their 29-point mm. win over Richmond and described uh, Daniel Ponta's goal very colourfully. In fact, we may listen to that now. How good was that? Oh, DP's known to pull anything out of her ass really um <laughs> she's just such an x-factor talent um and yeah she yeah it does not surprise me at all that she kicked a goal like that that's for sure i remember it kicked it yeah when she kicked it, it went over my head and it went over ej's so yeah that no, was a great goal caitlin gold joins us what else has she plucked from there caitlin oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. hey guys how you going yeah not you had a few bad. calls about that one caitlin <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> My mum actually heard I it and she was like, I'm not so. sure if that was the right thing to say, but yeah. I was just like, well, it's uh, true. Like, it was crazy goal. It was great. It was ridiculous. And for those that haven't seen it, get online. This wasn't talking about kicking a goal from the centre square. It was from the centre circle. One foot, her right foot, left foot, whichever foot it was, was on the centre circle. It got the most amazing bounce, but it had the power just to keep moving. So I don't know what that is. At 85, 90 metres or whatever, it was an absolute ripper. Hey, Caitlin, two games, 30-point win against uh, Port Adelaide in the showdown, 29-point win against Richmond. How do you think you're tracking? Yeah, we're doing well. Um, yeah, it's exciting to see. I think, yeah, we had, we've had we had such a strong off-season um, and pre-season, so it's, um, it's great that we're getting reward um, so early on. But, yeah, obviously got a lot more to come as well. So it'll be great. I watched Bridgman, sorry, Brisbane play against Port Adelaide. Brisbane were the best side last mm. year. To me, they just have superior leg speed. Um, yeah. Do you think you've improved that area of your game? Not you personally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the team? Yeah, I think, yeah, as a team, that's definitely something that we've, um, yeah, definitely worked on. Just, yeah, basically, yeah, the carry of ball with, yeah, um, speed and run. Um, I think, yeah, that's been a big... Um, thing for us this season. Caitlin, we can see where things are changing because a team like Adelaide won't stand still. It wants to get better. What about internally? What is the feel among the group about what happened last year and what you want to do this year? Yeah, I think um, we yeah had a lot of learnings from last year. Obviously, mm. um, yeah, not not winning that prelim to get in the grand final hurt, mm. and um, yeah, a lot of us girls just worked super hard in the off-season. Um, and I think, yeah, as a group, we really um, came together um, and then, yeah, basically learned what we needed to learn. And, yeah, now we're tracking along well so far. So hopefully we continue that on, um, yeah, in pre ongoing games coming. Mm. Uh, we spoke to Neve Kelly after winning the showdown medal. We absolutely love her. You've got a bit of an Irish yeah. connection now. How have they fitted in at the club? Oh, so good. Nim, yeah, she's she's a great character. They both are, her and Bon, 
they add yeah massive value to the club. They're they're great girls. So yeah, glad to have them along. Caitlin, the game's changed with some new rules. How have you adjusted, and what do you like and don't like mm. of the rules? Yeah, so there's um, yeah obviously more time um, within the quarters. Yep. Um, I think there's yeah a cap on the rotations, which isn't an issue for us or hasn't been so mm. far. Um, but yeah, I think in regards to the quarters, you know, with um, fitness-wise in this preseason has been the biggest um, for us girls. Um, mm. But yeah, I haven't really noticed it personally um, for me as much, just probably because, you know, our high performance teams were great and they've done awesome work with us in the preseason. So haven't noticed, um, I guess, yeah, those extra minutes per quarter. But um, yeah, obviously match fitness and stuff like that. Um, I think, yeah, the the way the girls are tracking along, yeah, we're doing really well. What about with the boundary throw-ins? What's it do ruck-wise in the sense of you're bringing the ball into that centre corridor? So how are you adjusting ruck-wise as to what you want to do at boundary throw-ins? Yeah, so in the um, yeah in the um, 50s, they, they're going right out now. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, in the middle part, then they're coming in. But, yeah, it, yeah you kind of got to adjust it because, you know, different umpires are going to throw it in differently. And I think mm. that's... What happens in every game. So I think, yeah, as a ruck, yeah, just basically adapting. And usually we have a look at what they're like in the um, the warm-up as well to see what they're kind of like. But it's, it hasn't been too bad, so that's good. Uh, we loved Ash Woodlands. Uh, well, I did uh, when she was at the Crows. Now yeah. Ashley Saint uh, playing for the Power Reaches mob. Uh, power forwards, they have a bit of a strut about them. We see it in the men's game as well. Uh, are you now a fully blown full forward or do you consider yourself more yeah. as a ruckman? Ruck woman. Yeah, it's been interesting because obviously once, once Ash left, there was kind of that key forward position up for grabs, and I wasn't too sure if like that's what they wanted with me. But I think yeah, in this preseason, um, I really honed down on that, and um, yeah, obviously to add an element to my game as a forward would be really cool because obviously I've been a ruck for most of my career. Mm. Um, so, yeah, to add that element to my game has been really good. Um, and obviously I've had, like, you know, Randy, EJ, um, and then DP that have been around me and to gain their experience has been awesome for me as well. But, yeah, I am enjoying it, actually. I am really liking it. So, And I think it's great because I get to still ruck in the forward line mm. as well. So it kind of gives that, yeah, balance which has been good. I'll decipher for those that don't follow the game as much. Randy is Chelsea Randall, uh, EJ's yeah, Eloise Jones, and DP's Danielle Ponderich. Caitlin, you start the season at Norwood Oval. You come home now to play at Unley Oval. Mm. Do you want a home? Or are you quite okay <laughs> being yeah. virtually Homeless. gypsies around Adelaide? <laughs> yeah, to have a home would be great. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of... The situation that's happening at the moment, we don't obviously have a home yeah. ground as of yet, but, um, yeah, they're kind of working on that um, at the moment. But, yeah, Unley Oval this weekend, which would be great. It's got such a good um, family atmosphere mm. there. So, um, yeah, excited for that. Caitlin, we've never heard anyone say a bad word about the your coach, the Doc. Um, how's he tracking this year? Do you have a theme for this season? Uh, no, nah, if, if anyone knows Doc, he's just the most chilled out bloke. Like he's, <laughs> he, you never really see him get too angry or anything like that. He's pretty like steady. Um, yeah, he's always got a steady head on him. So he's just the same old person, but no, nah, he's been great. Um, great for us girls. Um, he's yeah, honestly one of the smartest coaches I've ever known or ever had. So 
um, yeah, he's he's great. He's a very intelligent man, and he'd love the fact you just called him an old person. Uh, so, Caitlin, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's his motivational go-to? Like, Kim's asking about a theme, and we've seen where other coaches will look at films or moments in world sport. Go and sport. say it, Roach. No, I'm not. Oppenheimer. So, so where's Matthew find his inspiration, motivation for the players? What's he dig into? Honestly, probably just his knowledge. Like, he's, yeah, he's obviously a different cow. Every time he has, like, his um, speeches or anything like that with mm-hmm. us girls or even, like, our season launch that was earlier this year, like, he just has this massive speech, but it's just, like, so, like, random. But then he brings <laughs> it back. But, yeah, he's... he's <laughs> You never really know what's going to come out of his mouth, but that's what makes him so great. He, he, yeah, he's awesome. He's a qualified vet. He hasn't uh, gone to that, has he? Yeah, he no. did once, didn't he? I don't know how. How would I'm he do sure. that? Didn't he bring up about frogs or something? Oh, he did. Yeah, do there was something to do with that, actually. Frogs. Yeah. Oh, oh, we digress. I know. Hey, uh, Caitlin, uh, let's hope you can be the leading goal kicker this year. You got to set yourself that target. Oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Come um, on, embrace being a power forward. You get all the limelight. We'll see how we go, but no, nah, I'm just enjoying playing with the girls. Um, and, yeah, I guess being in the forward line, having that new role has been a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, with the girls around me, it's been even better. So. All right. Well, we, we shout out to your mother, yes, and uh, hopefully next time. If Daniel Ponter does something very colourful this weekend, we look forward to your description of that. You take on Essendon, 235 at Wigan Oval. That's the Sturt Oval, Unley Oval. Should be a cracker. Get down there on Sunday, support the girls. Appreciate your time, Caitlin, and well done on the three goals last week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks you, for having you me. You pluck them out of your skill set. That's boring. Oh, I wasn't going to be rude, Roach. Two wrongs don't make a right. Caitlin said it better. Yeah, I know. It was a bit of an awful gag, that one. That was a dad gag, wasn't it? Well, you and Matthew Clark together. Yeah, 4.15. I feel a bit flat now. We're here, thanks. I missed out. (laughs) That would deny you a Hall of Fame induction in itself. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) We're here, thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Twenty-one. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarket supporting women in sport. Um, for great saves and local faves, visit your nearest IGA. We're chatting away to Caitlin. Very rude of me, Roach. I wanted to uh, present her with a hundred-dollar IGA voucher. We we'll will do, so. do that. We'll do that. So Bumfluff Benny will give her a ring, and she has a hundred-dollar IGA voucher to pop down there, do a little bit of shopping, buy a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of health food. A hundred dollars, Roach. What would you buy off the top of your head? Fruit chocks right now. Fruit chocks, really? For the bosses here, she likes them. Oh, and I notice you, you big suck, yes, gave her a packet yeah. every time. Yeah, why not? Sam Thompson, yeah. our boss, comes to town. Well, you get a, oh. Hey, whatever it takes, Kim. Five years I've worked with you. Yes. What, what do you, you want? What do you bought me? What do you want? I bought you a I'd coffee like you, or two. You, you owe me 12 coffees. I've bought you a coffee or two at times. Even you owe surprised 12. You. you owe 12. I even surprised you with one recently. Let's move. God. <laughs> Why would I be surprised at the fact that 
you've paid one that you owed. Maybe, yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, the tribunal, there's a bit happening. Uh, well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I certainly had some moments with Peter Maynard when he played oh, for Glenelg. Maxie, his nickname was Motormouth. Wow, did I have some moments with him. Well, Braden's not far from that tree. Now, Andrew Woods is the AFL legal representative tonight, and mm-hmm. he went hard because this is really a big-time tribunal. He's gone to Braden Maynard. It was clear that you are going to collide hard with Brayshaw. And Braden's fired back. No, I did not know what was going to happen after I went to make a football act. Mm, that's the argument. He's going hard, Braden. Well, he's Good been briefed, and, and, and he has to. He is, he is very unlucky. We live in a new world. I'm old school. I'd like him to get off, but I, I just can't see it happening, Rich. No. And because of the system, as we said before, I would like a little bit of common sense that maybe just gets one game and if they make the grand final, he gets to play. Very unlucky to miss a grand final. So this was Braden's initial statement. He said, after I smothered the ball, I'm not cleaning this up, <laughs> after I smothered, smothered the ball, smother. I came and I looked down and I thought, shit, he's there. <laughs> I sort of seized up. <laughs> Next thing I know, he was on the floor. And I was just a bit rattled myself. Well, which is fair enough. He is. He is like Peter, isn't he? Oh, he is, yeah. <laughs> Pete was a shepherd and boy. And, uh, oh, look, they'd be finding it really hard. They're a lovely fa- family, the Maynards. I, yes. I know them all well. And I know Pete originally came to play for West Torrance. Yep. He was recruited from Melbourne, originally from Shepparton. Mm-hmm. And uh, Glenelg Footy Club found out that Torrance hadn't been able to get him a job. He came around had dinner at my mum and dad's place. I think I've told the story. He always remembers where Tommy Ruffs. Mm. Uh, for dinner. He didn't know what they were, but he bloody loved them. And uh, the rest is history. He played for Glenelg. Braden missed out on being father-son, only just because Cornsey dropped Peter Maynard in the final series. And uh, lovely wife Donna, the whole family. Donna's sister Cassie, she was a ripper. She was mad as a cut snake. Love you, Cass. Uh, all right, we'll keep you updated there. Text coming through, Roach. This was from your... Roast, Rucci's Roast. Shane from Northhaven says, finally you have addressed the biases against the Magpies and the Crows. Could you please get someone on from the Sample Umpire Department on air to call them out? That's the discrepancy, Rooch, in free kicks in the Sample. Now, Aaron says, good afternoon, Kimbo and Rooch. I listened to the commentary around Travis Boak and as he is so respected and loved by not only Port Adelaide but the entire AFL community... I'd love to see him retire now and play on and be forced into retirement mm. mid-season next yeah. year. Regards, Aaron. Yeah, I think that's the that's, real issue. Yeah, that is the fear. There is yeah. no question there. Connor Rosie had a press conference. He's a good young man. G'day, Sue. Hello, Sue. That's his mum. Regularly listens to our show. Had a photo taken with you, Rooch. Yes. Yep, had a restraining order. asked for that. No, 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 you asked, Rooch. He's had a restrain, restraining order taken oh, out on you. <laughs> Creep. Uh, oh, <laughs> Connor Rosie, I'm joking. Oh. Connor Rosie, uh, he got on the front foot here regarding the criticism surrounding Xavier Dersma. Yeah, he's a really strong individual, and um, I guess that's a challenge of AFL footballers when um, I guess you make a mistake, and I've done that in the past. Um, people are pretty quick to jump on you and um, pretend that everyone's perfect, which of course we aren't. And um, like I said, Xavier's a really strong individual, and I'm sure he'll he'll bounce back really quickly. Um, he's a really hard trainer, and um, probably one of the hardest trainers that we've got in our squad. So um, I've got no doubts that he'll put his head down. And That's Brennan. all your fault. That's all your fault. 
Why? All your fault. You, 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 as Mark Thompson would say. You people. You. Oh, all of you. You. All of you. You rubbish. put Xavier Dersmer on the trade list to Geelong last week, and look what happened to him. Talking of stalkers, Mark Thompson just keeps interrupting. Roach, I didn't put him up on the trade list. I read an article, and you said you've got to give something to exactly. get something. All right, mm. that's to get uh, Radagalia. Uh, we do live in a harsh world, don't we, though? <laughs> Heaven forbid that anyone has a quiet or a bad game. Or make some mistake. Mm, We're on exactly. them like a ton of bricks. Exactly. Hey, we'll go to a break. When we come back, we'll hear Connor talking about can uh, uh, Lord, Ollie Lord, play. Ollie Lord, yeah. Sorry, there was an Alistair Lord as well. Can Ollie Lord play with Charlie Dixon if he comes back? That's mm. coming up next. Kimba on the Roots, where thanks to IGA Supermarkets. The all new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Kim on the reach with you. Thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Lovely day outside, 23.4 degrees. It's uh, 4.32. It's news time, Rooch, but they're never ready when we're about to cross the news team. They've got to get more organised. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, I hope they're not listening. Uh, let's hear from Connor Rosie. He had a press conference today. This was he talking about Ollie Lord and Dixon, if they could play alongside of each other. Yeah, that's uh, that's the challenge that the selectors will have to make. Fortunately, I'm not one of them, so um, it's always a good sign when you've got multiple people playing for the same role and um, competitions for spots makes everyone everyone better. And Ollie's a great example in that he was superb on the weekend. I love playing with him. He's competitive. He tries his heart out, and um, he's also got some polish to go with it. He's so young and got a lot of potential. What a battle it's, this one, yeah. isn't it? Oh, look, the midfield's the one that gets me, Roach. Uh, we know our boys with Rosie, Butters, Willem Jason Drew, Francis. Jason Horn Francis, against Kelly, Canelio, Tom Green. they got some talent. They've got some wheels there. Mm. A few texts, Roach. Uh, newsroom still not ready for us. Really? Oh, it's unprofessional. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, Roach. On our part. Roach, I know, on our part. Roach. That's what it says. Right. Roach, if Port lose this week and Carlton win, Carlton have won as many finals as Port in the last nine years. Mm. Fact. That's fact. Okay. All right. Uh, Another one here. Uh, Kimbo, were you ever carried off, concussed in a game? Your era, everyone was expected to have rock-hard heads. That's uh, Chris. Mm. Yeah, talking to uh, the rat about it. it, And everyone that played in that era, it was a badge of honour. To get knocked out and go back out there, you didn't think anything about it. Um, I don't think I was carried off. I was knocked out by Robbie Muir. I got knocked out a few times. I don't remember leaving the ground. I don't remember much at all. I think I've told the story, Roach. Um, went down in the medical room. I couldn't understand what all the fuss was about. And Peter Barnes, who went on to be Peter Barnes. your club doctor at yeah. Port Adelaide, um, he said, uh, you know, they shine the light in your eyes and... Uh, he, he said, um, who did we play today? And I said, don't be a dickhead, Pete. We played Woodfield. <laughs> and he said, right, who's our coach? Oh. And it was, I, I think that was the question. And it was like that. And oh. absolute, And it's the most frustrating feeling. Like, you you know, it's just the most simple question and there was nothing there. But it was the era of the gladiators and 
I still have that image of Harry Kernahan with the busted jaw, and he mm. said, "Give me some chewing gum, and I'll just chew hard." Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's curls that's, the same. That's, curls did the same. That's what you did. It's a different era. Uh, the newsroom's ready now. It's four thirty-five. Ah. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. We're in the home straight. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Beautiful day outside. It's gone up point of a degree, Roach. It's uh, 23.5 now. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Still plenty to get through and plenty to talk about. We'll be going to the phones. Ange is waiting patiently. Let's get a tribunal update, though, Roach. What's happening in regards to the Braden Maynard case? Well, the biomechanist is in there now. Oh, I won't, yes. I won't go through the biomechanics, all right. But I do have something from the AFL advocate. Andrew mm-hmm. Woods, there's a big slab of what he's just said to the tribunal. I want to read it to you and I want your raw reaction. So when we have the AFL going through the case. Sorry, sorry yeah. tell me who's talking again Andrew here. Woods, the AFL advocate. Advocate, okay. So he's argued this type of contact isn't common. And I think you look at that incident and say it wasn't the most common smother, was it? Different type of smother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaping forward in the air with force to an opponent running in the opposite direction holds a key risk of badly injuring their opponent. It's a dangerous action to undertake and it breaches the duty of care owed to other players. Not surprised by that statement, are you? No. Right. Uh, Woods then has this tone saying, the player should ask this of himself. Is the thing I'm about to do risking the safety of that other player? Now, I wonder how many players have that thought in mind when they're playing a high-contact sport, Kim. Uh, Absolutely none. If the answer is yes, then they've got to be quick and think about a way to do it that's not going to unreasonably risk the safety of the other player. It's a bit to process there as a player. Now, this is the one I want you to react to. Andrew Wood said, Unlike in the ancient game of AFL football... There are times in the modern game where you have to pull your punches. Mm. And I understand. That's why I, I think he is going to be penalised. And It's just a matter of how, how many games. Uh, can I just say the duty of care, mm. uh, that encompasses so many things. Uh, that is the get-out-of-jail-free card for the AFL. The duty of care. But they so, can't ignore it either. No, no, I know. I'm just saying this is where it makes it hard for Braden. Braden, um, and in regards to that last comment, this is what has to happen now. Footballers have to train their brain. Yeah. You have gotcha. to have a totally different mindset. Gotcha. It's the natural thing to do to drop your shoulder oh. and protect yourself. You would have been dragged if you didn't go full Yeah, full, yeah. Full and ball that doesn't necessarily mean that he was trying to take him out, but that was the way you protect that yourself. That was it. That was and it, yep. as I said, and this is just an opinion, uh, if that was an internal trial game and it was Pendlebury running at him, the exact same scenario, uh, if he's got time to twist his hands, uh, his shoulder like that, I think he has time to put his hands forward and that would mitigate damage to both players. Mm. I, yeah, and that's, gotcha. that would be the argument from the league and that's why I think he'll get games. If he gets off, I'm, I know I'm having an each-way bet, but I'm just as happy. Um, but no, they need to set a standard now because mm. we live in a different world. Mm. Okay. Uh, Understood. And look, I appreciate everyone else's point of view. So. Understood. Uh, Roach, here's a, a longish text, but it's a good one, and it leads into our next caller as well. Mm. Uh, this is regards to Travis Boak and the news that came out of Melbourne. And that, um, he's been told that 
he's not playing next year. You've spoken to the club, though. That's not the case. No, they're saying they parked this one in the middle of the year to let Travis decide what next year would look like. But they've also given him the message. Mm. We do not want you to finish your career in the sample. Yeah. So basically, we know how it works. Trav will come back. He's a warrior. He'll say, I want to play on. I've had these bad ribs all this year. I've and another then year. it gets interesting. And then they will say, we love you, but... but. All right, here's a text. I agree that Travis Boke has not had a great season. I question whether Trav ever really got over the rib injury that mm. occurred before the start of the season. That's true, and it happened twice. Mm. Uh, it was a serious injury at the time and really com- compromised his early season form. In brackets, I expect Trav would probably be a chronic overtrainer as well, which mm. does not help with recovery during a season either. That would be true. Mm. If the ribs are not an ongoing problem, then old father time is probably catching up. If the rib injury has been an ongoing issue throughout the season, he should put his hand up to play again next season with confidence. That's from Jack A. Let's go to the phones, Roach. Ange is at Croydon. Hello, Ange. Hey, boys. Um, I want to talk about Trav, but before I talk about that, how do they police this concussion stuff in, with boxing? Do you know, Roach? Uh, well, I can remember the old days you had to get a medical certificate before you could box. I'm not sure where it is these days, but, um, yeah, that's a good one to take on notice. I'll ask. I'll well, ask the point being, a lot of people say there's two sets of rules. You've got people out there just getting punched in the head continuously. Yeah, yeah I get you. Mm. But yeah, I mean, and, and there mm. have been the jokes about, you know, you can get friendly doctors to do your certificates in boxing locales all across the world. I get all that. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find, it's a good question. Hey, boys, so with uh, Travis Boak, I think the club owes Travis Boak. Look, I understand that the club's bigger than the individual. But, you know, when Port Adelaide, and I've spoken to you guys about this before, when Port Adelaide was, was a sinking ship mm. um, and Travis was sort of like led to, you know, was, you know, they had, uh, what's his name, Scott come here and, and the Geelong crew come out and try to get him, he, he hung around. He didn't go like some certain other players that left the sinking mm. ship. He hung around and... You know, and he he put the club first, so I think the club owes him another year. Why do they owe him another year? I'm, I've turned into because a he was there, Kim. He's, when had, the eight, club... he's had eighteen years. Maybe this is the year that they owed him. He's already mm. got it. No, I don't. I don't look at it like that. I look at it like if he wants to play next year, then they give him that. We had eleven and a half thousand people go to the AFL games. There tarps all over the stadiums. Okay, no, he, yeah. he hung around. No one he questions. No one questions that. No so one if it round eleven that. next year, Ange, yep, uh, Travis gets three touches and he's been burnt on the wing by a very young man, and we're all going to then have the calls on Monday saying he's got to be dropped. This is going to be, be a dropped. Tom Jonas situation all again. And then he's dropped to the Sample, and he plays six consecutive weeks in the Sample, and there's a new kid on the wing, be it. Miles Bergman, Kane Farrell, who's just blitzing in. What are you going to say then? Well, Rich, you manage those players. Or you guys have been saying it all night, all day, uh, all show. You manage players. You play injured players. You, um, you know, you you man, you got you got to manage these these individuals. And why can't you just manage Travis for just one more year? You want him playing I, instead I of Josh think... Sin getting some game time? Mm. Well, I think he, he where's your upside? He, where's he, your upside when you're trying to win a flag? Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be one of the, then you're going to be one of these people who say, "Oh, Ken Angley's got his favourites." Favourites, gold passes. You've done can't it have both ways. No, no. When it comes to Travis Boke, I think he's a spiritual leader of the club. He's loved by everyone at the club. His fans adore him. He's, he's good 
from other supporters and other football clubs. I'm telling you, he deserves one more year. How do you want, like, him, to his, how do you want him to end his career? At Port Adelaide. Yeah, but how? Ma- managed. Managed. If he plays 10 games next year, so be it. He plays 10 games. At least well, he finishes well, what do you achieve from that? Then? And he leaves on his terms. He leaves on his terms. Right? He leaves on his terms. I, don't, I, don't I don't understand like where you're coming from. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah. Look, we'll wait and see. Um, I reckon we'll hear something towards the end of the year. Mm. Uh, good on you, Ange. I know your passion, and we all love Travis. There's not a person in the world that doesn't like Travis. Exactly right. Never heard of He's like old Bronte Mumford. Never heard a bad word about either exactly. of them. Uh, here's a text. Boys, I can't stand this miss a grand final for, there's an X. I believe that's an ex, for an expletive for nonsense. So I think there's meant to be a naughty word there. I can't stand this missing a grand final for, you know, it'd be the thing. Mm. Nonsense. Yeah. It's irrelevant and you can't have a judicial system that places any weight on the game missed. Does Brayshaw deserve to miss a grand final because of what Maynard did? Uh, that's another good point. That's from yeah. Phil. Yeah. All right. Uh, Louis, how does Travis Boat want to finish his career? He's earned it. Spot on Ange. Mm. No, well, okay. that's what we're here See what for. Happens. For the first time, I agree with Ange. Uh, record the date. That's from AJ. There you go, Ange. Tim, uh, Kim, I totally agree with you on Maynard. If I put my foot out and trip you up, you will automatically put your hand out to protect yourself. Maynard had time to tuck his shoulder, so he had time to put his arms out. Mm. He should get two to three weeks. That's yeah. from Rene. I think we get yeah, that. I hate saying it, Rene, but I, I just this I is the world we live in now, and it's... It's a fact, I believe. There's sometimes we've, I've heard the AFL roots and their advocates bring up the most ridiculous arguments in split-second decisions, but there was a choice here, but the brain is not conditioned to make that choice. After this has been so public and the penalty will be so severe, if it goes the way we think it will be, people will change their attitudes. They've got no choice, Kim, otherwise yeah. they're going to miss games. Yeah. Um, if a club has ever owed a player an extra year, it's Port and Trav. I, I agree with that. Trav and Hinkley are the two main people to credit for our turnaround after the Primus years. If he thinks he can contribute next year, keep him. That's Geordie from Glenelta. There'll be a lot of people like that because he's a bloody legend and a good bloke. But he needs to come up with the first decision himself about how he is at the end of the year and whether he feels he can get a full season out of himself next year. Andy, put yourself with the club first. Well, Travis Bokes always put the club first. I don't think that will change. Now, I, I know, Kim, it is an era where it is hard to retire. When's the last time an Australian cricketer retired? I don't remember one. They get told you're finished. No, 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 I think David Warner's announced that he's <laughs> well, going to do it. Yeah, yeah well, you oh, get yeah. my point. It's hard to get out of this game because it is a very, very good professional career. Mm. It is a moment. No, you, you know, know though. You, yeah. you, you know. I, you I you will that. know it. Most most players will know. Uh, here's an interesting one. Um, oh, you've got to do your list. Yeah, Rich. Lumo. Hi, guys. Could there be a chance of changing some of the assistant coaches at Port? That's from Tony at Morford Vale. He says, cheers. Um, Don't think so. Well, that'll be for next year. Don't think I, so. I think you need to bring new blood in. Yeah, let's see what happens there. Kim. Oh, I, don't not, I, I don't know what your soft cap it looks like, Rooch, but that's not necessarily well, it's got fifty thousand out of it at the moment. Yeah, well, you're lucky it was only that, Rooch. Mm-hmm. That was uh, poorly handled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want Travis Boak being another Nathan Jones, loved by their club and the entire football community. Now that's Aaron. That's a ah, really good text. Yes. Really good text. Yes, Rooch. 
Is Wayne Miller a contracted long-term to Adelaide? He's the ideal line-breaking halfback we are screaming out for. Um, Can't no, remember now, Kim. No name on that one. Uh, Junior's pretty happy at the Crows. Yeah, I there. agree where you're coming from. You've got some great defenders there in Lockie Jones and Miles Bergman, mm. and he doesn't give you the height, so he wouldn't be a priority for me. He'd be a great player to get. If you're going to try and pinch a player and you wanted the defender, he's not as tall as I thought. I am a big fan of Lockie Gallant. Ooh. He kicked a few bags of six. They keep using him as a forward. Flexible. We asked Matthew Nix about it. They've not tried him as a defender once. He runs straight at the ball. He's a good decision maker. He's got a good set of hands. Contract um, till next year. You're contracted for next year. One more year. Yeah. Yeah, it means but that doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, but that's yeah. just a left field suggestion. Okay. Uh, I think he's a defender in waiting. I just hope the club, some club, gives him that chance. Tell you who's waiting. Is there our good friends from Lumo? They want oh, their list. Beautifully done. I like it when you take control. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm going to do it, do I? You want me to do it? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Gee, I thought you are going to go above and beyond then. No. Ah, time for the Lumo list. Roach, uh, switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today. Well, a big night for the Sandful last night where they have introduced their latest in the exclusive club of McGarry medalists. Mm-hmm. He is the seventh McGarry medalist. Harry Grant, for the Central District Football Club. Mm-hmm. Previous six, I need your help with this. Oh, the first know. one in 1965, Gary Winder. Gary Winder first yes. thought, what a man. Yeah, good man. What, what good, a spirit. A good, good heart. Character. Exactly. Yep. The second, a man who did not want to run into on the footy field, let alone a dark alley. Scared the hell out of me as a young kid. Oh. Are you going to 1979? 1979, the West Australian John Duckworth. Oh, he was a powerful wow. unit. Wow. Powerful unit. I saw the best tackle ever, number 23 from your side, Tony Giles. Yeah. Him in a yeah. Final. yeah. I thought, because he would steamroll people. Oh, yeah. I was watching as a young fella. I thought, I'm going to see a witness of death here <laughs> on the football field. And yeah. Giles brought him down. Mm. Mm. 1984, there was this little lad from Elizabeth, I don't know what became of him, called John Platten. Well, he ended up being a bludging freezer. <laughs> <laughs> he lives with me. <laughs> had sex with my sister. God. He's married. Huh? Ooh. Well, he's married, right? It's legal. Ooh. Wow. 1989. <laughs> Why are you now, shocked by that? No, well, I have to <laughs> ham it up a bit. 1989, now you want to talk about, we talk about Sean Burgill and, and Silk. Yep. Gilbert McAdam. Yes, runny nose. <laughs> well, he's, he got the cage out to give him his hanky at the McCary Medal. I was, I was working on that night. Right. 2004. Now, this is a man who today has the spirit of the bulldog, Paul Thomas. Yes. Yeah. I didn't recognise him last night when he came up. And I felt Congratulated you, didn't I, he? I had to apologise. <laughs> 2012, a young man who I have a lot of time for because AFL didn't go all the way he should have for him, mm-hmm. but the way in which he went back to the Doggies and played in 2012 and won the McGarry Medal and Brad Symes. Yep, yep. Lovely lad. Uh, yeah, part of that deal with um, Marty Matner. Yep. Lovely lad. 2023, Harry Grant. Now, that is seven wonderful Bulldogs to have in your McGarry Medal Club, isn't it? It's beautiful. Proud of all of them? Beautifully done, Rich. Congratulations to all of them. Even the bludger that sleeps with my sister. Uh, that's our Lumo list. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts in you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA. Hello, hope Leanne. You, hope you've enjoyed the show. She's going out tonight. With John? John no, he's off to Melbourne. <laughs> I've got to cook. I'm not used to it. I've been spoiled oh, lately. 
Uh, I'm going to tell you about uh, if you've got a basketball team and you love your coach, mm. I'll tell you about that. I can't do it now in 11 seconds, unfortunately. But I'll tell you about it tomorrow, your chance to win $10,000, thanks to the advertiser. Uh, have a great Tuesday. Good night, everyone.